Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody. It's James Vagley here. And welcome to another episode of the MBA podcast. This episode, we are talking about the pride trap. And I have with me Ash Playstead, as always. Ash, how are you? Happy to be here, James. Looking forward to this. How are you? I'm good. And the pride trap is one we talk about constantly, consistently at our workshops and webinars. We actually bring this topic up at the start of a lot of our sessions as part of the five traps that mortgage professionals are falling into that's preventing them from building a business or a mortgage business of their dreams. And the pride trap is, they're all big, really, aren't they, Ash? But the pride trap is is a really crucial one and we're going to dedicate this episode to talking about it. Yeah, couldn't agree more. The, out of all of the, you know, the traps that we talk about, you know, the pride trap is the sneakiest. It's mm-hmm. ne- the most nefarious because it really sneaks up on you. Um, I, I really believe that I've seen it in my own life back in the day, and we see it in the, the broken industry. And you know, and, and maybe if you know, just to talk about, you know, why I think it's, it's so sneaky is because. Like a lot of things in life, you know, you know, your greatest strength can be your greatest weakness at the same time. So I think pride is the flip side of entrepreneurial spirit. You know, so as a as mortgage brokers, you know, people listening to this, you go, well, okay, I got into mortgage broking because I wanted to work for myself. I wanted to control my own destiny. I didn't want to answer to a boss, and I was attracted to the financial opportunity and the lifestyle opportunity. All of those things, right? So you get in, you get started, and you're doing everything yourself. Right, because you don't want to, you're not paying staff, you're not putting a whole bunch of capital into a business necessarily at the start. So you're doing everything. Now, what happens over time is you actually become pretty competent at everything. And very easily, months or even years can go by where you become so um, conditioned to doing everything that, you know, you, you create this prison for yourself that it's very hard to step away from. And that, that's that's why doing everything yourself is important, but there comes a point where you've got to stop doing everything yourself and get help. And I think that's where a lot of mortgage brokers get stuck, um, you know, in the pride trap, doing everything themselves and being proud of doing everything yourself. Because, you know, it's a pride thing. Like I'm solving problems for my clients. I'm solving problems for myself. And, you know, if I'm if I'm if I have to go and seek help, you know, that's potentially me admitting that I can't do everything, which is I don't want, you know, so it's a difficult one to actually penetrate. And it often takes intervention or what I call a disaster, a disaster to proceed change. So we, we what we want to talk about today, I think, is, you know, why you don't want to wait for a disaster, you know, to fix the pride trap. So hopefully today, James, we can cover a couple of things that help mortgage professionals understand the steps they can take to recognize this going on in their own life and business 
and maybe a couple of steps they can take in the right direction to fix it. Definitely. And even just a bit more context on the pride trap itself. I mean, it's something that we grow up with, um, you know, depending on which country you're in listening to this episode. In most cultures around the world, right from a young age, Ash, as we know, like when you're in, when you're a kid and you're in primary or early school, right through towards high school, I think most people are taught when they're growing up by their parents to work hard, figure it out, um, fall off the bike a thousand times so that you learn to, to ride it. And we have this sense of pride instilled in us from an early age, hopefully from our, our family and our friends. And that's actually a good thing to um, try and figure things out and make something of yourself, I guess, in the world. But when it comes to business, pride has that ugly side, which is what you said. And I wrote down pride going being a good thing and a bad thing. And in business, it's it can be a good thing in business. You can be proud of what you do and you can let that pride be almost drive you and become obsessed with the business and improving your clients' lives. And that's fantastic. The ugly side of the pride trap is, you know, that bad side is where it prevents the business owner from seeking solutions, seeking shortcuts, whether that's talking to somebody and asking for help and asking questions. That's the ugly side of pride that we see all the time. Um, That hangover from being a kid and the pride of figuring something out for yourself uh, and looking up to your parents and going, yeah, look at me, I've learned to ride a bike. Well, in business, that just costs time and money. And what actually happens in a lot of businesses is the pride trap prevents many mortgage brokers from ever achieving what they want because they just keep spinning their wheels, trying the same thing, and they never put their hand up and say, does anybody know how to fix this? Uh, mm. and, and, and that's what you said before about waiting until they get to this critical moment of one foot over the disaster line, and then they put their hand up and go, okay, maybe I should ask for help. Whereas what we want to impart in this episode is in terms of your business, asking for help and swallowing and sucking up your pride from day one and being an open book saying, I don't know it all. I don't know how to do that. I'm not sure about that. And I'm open to better and faster and smarter ways of doing things. It's, re- it's such a good um, uh, story to share, James, about where pride often comes from and why it becomes absolutely hardwired into our thinking. You know, and and maybe it's more prevalent for men than women. I don't really know. But it's prevalent across the entrepreneurial spectrum, particularly in the mortgage world. So, you know, we we see it play out all the time. So this is not a theory. You know, we've seen this play out so many times. And it really sits behind, to be honest, why, well, I certainly, for me, James, it's why I love coaching, is to provide that resource for people to find the solutions and not wait till they fall off the uh, plank to seek help because sometimes when you fall off the plank it's too late you know you leave the industry or your business blows up or there's some sort of legal or compliance issue that ensnares you whereas what we say and I agree with you James is it's never too early to seek help never too early to put your hand up Um, and I guess you know to that point 
there's not a lot of you know resources. I mean, I'm not talking about Lifeline and these sorts of places. I'm talking about places where you can seek what I would call lived experience. So you know, from a from a sort of a personal experience from from my background, James, maybe I could highlight this with a quick story. And I've told this story before, but I. And I'm experienced in the industry. I mean, I, I had had 15 years in finance before starting in mortgage broking in the mid-90s. And, you know, I spent 18 months spinning my wheels. I mean, I was doing okay, but I was doing everything myself. Um, I was traveling all over the countryside. But I it, it just, you know, I was not getting a lot of fire for the amount of wood I was burning. And it was only when I turned, I guess, off the back of a particular event, you know, to seeking mentoring like that's what i'm calling it and that might even be overstating it i just wanted someone to tell me what the hell to do you know based on your experience so i just turned to a couple of mortgage brokers um who were more experienced to me than me at the time and had been through the fires of hell shall we say and they gave me some what i would call no nonsense hard hitting advice <laughs> it wasn't coaching it was just hard hitting advice no uh no sugarcoating it and it made all the difference in the world to me to understand, you know, what was going on with pride and what was going on with me trying to do everything myself. Um, so that was a real turning point for me in life and business. Um, and I, you know, I can only hope and pray that anybody listening to this, that message resonates and that you do take a step, you know, to reach out to somebody who perhaps has travelled the path that you're on and can help identify what's actually going on because you know i don't know james I, I, a lot of this is a mindset shift it's, you know a lot of this is not necessarily changing your systems or changing your structure it's about in your head making a shift to recognizing that you know i'm good at a lot of things but i'm not good at everything and i need to recognize what things i need help with and start the process of um moving in that direction yeah, it's interesting. I wrote down one word and it was mindset and the difference between the pride or what I would also call the worker mindset and the business entrepreneur mindset of investing in help and shortcuts because the worker mindset, which is where pride and you know trying everything out for yourself comes from, it's that, um, you know, I can do that. I can figure that out. It's a hangover from that worker mentality or mindset. It's why a lot of people still do things like mow their own lawn or clean their own house because they go, well, I can do that. Whereas it might not be in your best interest to spend your time doing those activities. Now, you, know, you may enjoy mowing the lawn and that's different for other reasons, but there are a lot of people that still have those that mindset of, I can figure that out. I don't need help. I'm going to do it on my own because I want that feeling of accomplishment. Um, whereas, you know, that is still true, but in the world of money and business, I guess what's the saying, Ash, that, you know, money doesn't really care if you did it the hard way or the easy way. And, um, you know, so in, yeah, so in business, the business mindset, the entrepreneur mindset is not, I can figure that out. I can do that. It's okay. Here's the outcome I want. Who has already done that before me? Who can help me get there? What information can I get to avoid mistakes 
and get to that goal faster. And mm. the more people we can try and, I don't know, encode that belief in, even just in this one episode, the better, because, you know, it's great to be proud of what you do in your business and in your life, but don't let that stop you from getting help or uncovering a faster way or just taking the shortcut. There's no, there's no, um, what's the opposite of pride, Ash? Um, what's the word? Shame. Um, there's no shame in taking the shortcuts. If someone shows you a shortcut to go to work and you're driving or working every day, that's going to save you time. You're not going to feel ashamed for taking the shortcut to work. You take it every day. You take it like that. Whereas in business, I think some sometimes I think people might feel ashamed to ask for help or take the shortcut. Do you think they feel as though this has to be harder? Where's yeah, that coming God. from? Oh, I think that's from everything that you said, James. And this is a really, really important point just to scratch away at a little bit more. You know, the separating actual pride, as in I'm proud of what I've created. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of the service that I give to the world, you know, to my clients and my community. So all of that pride is important. So, But it's, it becomes quite difficult to separate that pride from the things that can trap you. And this is why the pride trap is so so sneaky to extract yourself from because I think a lot of people, James, sort of feel as though if they're taking the shortcut, you know, to get a solution, they almost feel as though they're cheating themselves or that, you know, that they're doing something wrong. It's like almost looking over your shoulder and saying, oh, you know, who, is anyone watching me do this? I mean, taking the easy path actually flies in the face of a lot of social pressure about hustling and working hard and being accountable, um, all of which are important, but they very easy, it very easily can be fed into the pride trap and you can find yourself mentally in a position where even though on the surface you understand you should be giving up certain tasks, deep down inside you find it very hard to let go of them because letting go of them is like shedding a piece of yourself. So you know, that mindset shift that you speak about, James, about moving towards essentially outsourcing, uh, I, I would just encourage anybody listening to this is to start there, like start to shift your mindset away from, you know, finding pride in doing, you know, um, everything to finding pride in what you can give up. Now, I know that might sound obvious, but that's actually a really powerful mindset shift to move away from feeling bad about not doing things to feeling good about finding things that you can hand off to either a third party, you know, to staff, you know, to a piece of tech, whatever it happens to be. So I, so I think that's a really great place to start for anybody that's listened to this and going, you know what, that all makes sense and I get it, but, you know, where do I go from here? Well, I, I would certainly be encouraging just to that belief system needs to move away from pride being sourced and doing everything to pride being sourced from finding things that you can give up, yeah. you know, and, 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 you know, and, you know, we obviously coach this, you know, there's mentors that you can speak to around, you know, what are the right things to be giving up. But I think most people, James, in the broking industry comprehend pretty quickly where they should be focusing most of their time. And that's obviously on the client facing part. You know the the, the the strategic part of helping people solve their their problems. Everything else essentially can be 
given up and outsourced. Um, you know, and that's where I would start from a psychology perspective um, and go from there. I, I hope that makes sense to anyone listening to this, James. But, I, you know, giving up things that affect your pride is much easier said than done, which is why, you know, this, this episode is such a, an important one, in my opinion. Yeah, I love that. And uh, while you were talking, I, I just wrote down a quote that maybe I'd heard it once before or maybe I just made it up, I don't know. But I wrote down to be proud of the result, not the process. So I think you can be proud of like what it. you achieve in your life and your business and your, your team and your client wins. It doesn't matter how you got there. What really matters is the result. It's the result you create for yourself, your family, your staff, your clients. That's what you can be proud of, not how you get there. And getting to that result and being proud of that result faster and having a bigger impact on yourself, your family and, and community starts with throwing pride out the door in some ways <laughs> and saying, I don't know. Or being open to, is there an easier way of figuring this out? And, um, you know, before we wrap up, I guess, Ash, is that I think I wrote down as well that successful people can actually be the worst at this. You know, we've done what we've been doing for a long time, coaching the mortgage industry. And in some ways, the more successful some people get in this industry, the more closed off they are to ideas because they've been maybe they've been in the industry for five or 10 or 15 years and they put up the big wall that's like, well, I'm already successful. What can you teach me? I know everything sort of mentality. That's a subset of, of pride. And that also stops a lot of relatively successful brokers from really taking the next step and doubling or tripling or creating a business that truly runs with or without them. So I thought mm. I'd just add that because I think that might be valuable to a number of our listeners. Super powerful point. You know, the thing that you said at the end there, James, is really the ultimate destination. I mean, having been in the industry my whole life and obviously been around mortgage brokers, side to side, top to bottom of every size, competency, success, tenure, you know, one thing that I can say hand on heart with complete um, certainty is that we all want the same outcome. That is a business we're proud of, that's prosperous, that we still enjoy, but that we are ultimately can be independent from. Now, you called it before owning a business as opposed to owning a job. And I think that's where the pride trap ultimately leaves a lot of brokers, even some super successful from a volume perspective they just still own a high-paying job. Now, if that's what you want, great. But I, I really believe the entrepreneurial journey is about creating a business that operates with or without you, whether that takes you months or years, and whether you've been in the industry 20 years or 20 minutes. You know, Ultimately, that's the outcome we all want. So the sort of the, sort of the three things that occur to me as a bit, of a, a bit of a wrap, I guess, is you, know, you said it before, and I'll repeat it, be open-minded you can teach an old dog new tricks. So be open-minded um, about your thought processes, about seeking help. That's number one. Number two is seeking help is a sign of strength. I can say that with complete certainty, particularly to 
male listeners without sounding biased about it, but I, I sort of see the pride trap really being a big problem for a lot of men. Um, and, and I, having, you know, we, we deal with, you know, mortgage broker business owners, um, you know, from men and women equally. Um, and pro- the pride trap is universal. But, you know, for a lot of us men, I think we see asking for help as a sign of weakness, which is 180 degrees diametrically opposite what it actually is. It's actually a sign of strength. So I just want to make that clear. Seeking help is a sign of strength. That's number two. Number three, when you seek help, guidance, seek it from somebody who's tread the path that you want to tread or that you're on. Now, and I would never seek guidance from somebody whose message to the world is, I'm perfect, I've never made a mistake, I know everything. What I would be seeking is somebody who says, I've made every mistake in the book and I've stepped on every landmine and I figured out the right way to do things. That's who I would be listening to, right? So be open-minded, accept that seeking help is a sign of strength and seek experienced guidance, not um, not theoretical guidance. I love that summary. And uh, if I could, I guess, wrap this episode maybe with a, a challenge for each of our listeners to ponder, you know, ask yourself, each and every one of you listening, ask yourself the question, is pride holding you back? And I'm guessing on some level it might be. So remember what I said before, be proud of the result, not the process. It's the result that you can be proud of, doesn't matter how easy it is to get there. So as Ash said, ask for help. And that's actually our mantra in our 10X Mastermind, Ash. As you know, it's uh, we say to be fast to ask, be fast to act, be fast to 10X. It starts with being fast to ask. And those that ask and ask quickly are the ones that have massive transformations and growth in their businesses. And it all starts with a bit of swallowing of the pride pill. So hopefully this episode has uh, caused a few of our listeners to swallow the pride pill and to put their hand up and ask for help. Ken Ford, James, couldn't agree more. We, we, we like to scratch away in areas that other people don't. So I really agree with you. I hope that this episode has you know, got you know, people listening to actually you know, prick your ears up and think, you know what? that actually hits home and hopefully it does and hopefully it spurs you to take some form of positive action. Indeed. Um, Super uh, interesting conversation, Ash, and for our listeners, we will be recording, if we haven't already, episodes on the other traps. So look out for those in the podcast list or come and join us at one of our workshops and hear from us live on that. So until next time, Ash, have an awesome day. Look forward to our next chat. Yep. See you next time, Jones. Bye for now. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income, and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Dash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, go get them.